up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. I'm your host, Mitch Davis, founder of the Mitch Davis Show.com, podcast host of the Mitch Davis Show. You can also catch me on Saturday mornings on sidelines.live on Sports 56 with Rob Brown. On today's podcast, we've got a very, very special guest. I'm going to be joined by head coach of the Indiana State Sycamores, Greg Lansing, to talk all things Indiana State basketball and also give us a really exciting preview of one of the most historic and amazing college basketball conference tournaments, Arch Madness, the Missouri Valley Conference Basketball Tournament there in St. Louis. It's March Madness, folks. It's March 2nd. You know what that means. You That means the content will be fresh, hot, and the basketball action will be heating up on the hardwood. And here at the Mitch Davis Show, we can't wait to bring you all the action from live videos, podcasts, articles, and everything in between. So be sure you're following us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Twitter at Mitch Davis underscore eight. Or also Facebook and Instagram at the Mitch Davis Show. Just type in those and follow the pages and like the pages and share the stuff if you like it as well. You can also head on over to the website at TheMitchDavisShow.com. And for my Southeastern folks, we're going to be heading to Oxford momentarily to cover Ole Miss and Kentucky basketball tonight. And then also cover an exciting baseball rivalry game between Ole Miss and Memphis. But at this time, I would like to welcome my very special guest, head coach of Indiana State Sycamores, Greg Lansing, to the podcast. Tell you what, there is so much basketball information that you're about to listen to, and I can't wait to share it with you. Until next time, be sure you follow me on Twitter, MitchDavis underscore eight. I am joined now by the head coach of the Indiana State Sycamores, head coach Greg Lansing. Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. It's great to be on with you. Coach, uh, let's talk about this Missouri Valley Tournament, or Arch Madness, as everybody calls it. I- I've got to ask you, what makes Arch Madness so special? Um, the community, um, you know, the Arch, the St. Louis. Um, I was in the Big Ten for seven years, and believe me when I tell you, uh, the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament takes no backseat to anybody. It's uh, from Doug Elgin on down, the administration with uh, with the Missouri Valley do an unbelievable job hosting it. That's why they have regionals and and, uh, and uh, final fours there in St. Louis because of the Missouri Valley. And it's just uh, so well run. And then the, the you're talking about uh, 10 basketball communities, 10 basketball communities where they're basketball schools, uh, really good, really good coaching, great fan bases and high quality basketball. Coach, I've got, I've got to ask you about the Missouri Valley because when you look at this tournament, every year you have a surprise team that maybe didn't do well in the regular season but then comes out of nowhere and wins the Arch Madness. Coach, talk about this league and the depth of this league. From top to bottom. Um, I've always said it's one of the best coach leagues in the country, and it, not just the head coaches, but the quality of the staffs, the assistants. Again, the, every place you go, it's a basketball community. Uh, tremendous crowds, tremendous followings from educated, from highly educated basketball type fans. 
And you got to have really good players in this league. If you don't have guys that can play uh, several guys that can play at a power five, you have no chance to even be in the, the uh, upper half of this league. And uh, whether you finish, you know, sometimes it's a seven to 10, the, the teams that have to play on Thursday, we've, we've had to do that a couple of times in my tenure here. Um, it's really difficult to maintain success just because everybody's uh, so good. Uh, but anybody can beat anybody. And that's what's great about Arch Madness. So I've got to ask you this before we get into your team. You know, I, I follow all you guys on Twitter and I see a lot of tweets going on between the coaches. It seems like you guys genuinely love each other and, and cheer each other on, even though you might want to beat the crap out of each other on the court. You still love each other and you still support each other. Coach, talk about that fraternity you guys have. Well, it's different than how it used to be. You know, I worked for one of the best coaches ever here, Royce Waltman, um, who's no longer with us. And he used to get mad at us for talking uh, to the other assistants. But shoot, you see each other a couple times a year at meetings. You see each other a couple times a year at games. You see each other all July, all these times you're recruiting, you see them. And they're just really good human beings in this league. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jake, uh, Ben Jacobson and, and Porter Mosier are two of my best friends. Uh, in coaching and um, hey, there's no one more competitive now when we face each other we won't beat each other's brains out like you said but these are really good guys um, when you recruit against them there's no negative recruiting going on because if someone goes to one of those places they're making a great choice with a great staff and a great program so from top to bottom in this league they're just really good guys and outstanding coaches and again I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the the staffs of everybody uh, all the staffs are just really good, really good people and really good coaches. Coach, Indiana State, Terre Haute, uh, Indiana, not far from where a legendary, probably an all-time greatest uh, basketball player is from in French Lake, Indiana, Larry Bird. Let's talk about your community uh, before we get into talking about your team. I, I do want to talk about your community and rallying around basketball. Yeah, we have the biggest uh, statue in the country right out front on, on campus with Larry's uh, statue out here and why wouldn't it you know uh, that team was 33 and 0 uh, going into the championship game and what's really cool is uh, four of those guys live right here or in Terre Haute or, or close to it and um, they're they're legendary to me I'm nervous every time I I talk to the guys because uh, they're legendary status as far as I'm concerned and it's it's a wonderful community it's a it's a blue collar town um, we have such good fans and and I always say, you know, you, you have to have a lot of bells and whistles and raise money uh, to have a great program. But our boosters are our friends. Uh, these are people I've been here long enough. Uh, we've seen a lot of people uh, become very close to a lot of these people. And I've always wanted when, when we win, I want them, I want the people to celebrate and have ownership of the team. And we lose. We want them to be down. We want them to be mad. We want them to be upset. So it's just a it's a wonderful place. And uh it's for all our all our athletic programs at Indiana State across the board, just high quality coaches and, and very good kids. You know, I, I've heard legends about that team at Indiana State. Do a lot of those guys still come back to the university? You know, Larry Bird, obviously, and the other guys as well. Do they still come back and give back to the university? Absolutely. You know, you, we have Brad Miley, the, the starting center on that team, who's a good friend. who's right here in town. Um uh, there's other guy, you know, a uh, Bob Heaton, who's a politician, is is right here. Uh, Carl Nix works for the Pacers. He comes down, become very close with him. Uh, Larry tries to get here every year. There's no question. And uh, the lot of good guys that believe me, they know what's going on. They follow Indiana State basketball. They want us to be su successful. 
and the guys that are right here close, uh, come and see us for sure. Coach, there was an article that came out, I think it was a couple of days ago, by one of your local papers about uh, your assistant coach, Jake Odom, and the impact he has on your team. And I, and I see that smile. I've got to ask you about that impact. And what did he tell your team, what was it, a couple of days ago to get him fired up for the Missouri Valley Tournament? Well, we just talked, you know, he and I, uh, I coached him here, recruited him here, coached him here, helped us win a lot of basketball games. As far as I'm concerned, as soon as he's eligible, his jersey needs to be uh, hung up here. He was a two-time first-team all-league point guard, and that's when we had Creighton with Doug McDermott, and we had the Wichita State Final Four team. And, and we, were beat, we were competing and beating those, beating those guys. And we uh, were, had two NIT appearances and an NCAA appearance with Jake as our point guard. And I kind of have him tell our guys going into St. Louis why that team was so good, why his teams were so good. And he just talks about how locked in they were. We'd go into practice and boom, we we were going at it so good. I just I just stopped and I said, "You guys are ready, let's do it." But uh, Jake was a great player here, and and he's uh, he's got a good as good a basketball mind as anybody has I've ever been around. And as long as I'm the head coach here, he's going to be on this staff. I hope anyway. Coach, uh, I've got to ask you about your three guys who all Missouri Valley Conference honors, and these guys, especially Tyree Key from Clay County, Tennessee a local Tennessean to me, and a lot of people know him in this state. Coach, talk about those three guys and, and the difference-making they've been to your team so far. Well, let's start with Trey Williams, sophomore. Um, he's an undersized center, but he calls himself a center. He, do, he doesn't say, like, he's a forward. Uh, you know, you, I want to be a three-point shooter. He's old school, and everything he gets is around the basket. And he was selected all-defensive team. He's the backbone of our defense. Uh, outstanding basketball player. He's got two years two years left here. And um, one thing I'll tell you about Trey is he's as good a kid as you will ever be around. He was raised right by his family. Got a big family back there in Columbus, Ohio. Terrific, terrific kid. And uh, an outstanding basketball player with great days ahead of him. Uh, Jake LaRavia, his roommate, uh, they share a house together. Uh, Jake was second. He was all freshman last year. Um, as they, These guys have both started every game. Uh, they basically played. Uh, we didn't start Jake last year on senior night. Um, he gave it up to Trey so Trey could have the continuous start streak. But Jake is as gifted as any player in this league. Highly, highly competitive. Um, six nine, athletic, can do it all. He plays point guards for us for some. Uh, great player with, uh, and also an outstanding kid from an outstanding family. Um, both these guys, great students. Uh, bright futures ahead. And then you talk about Tyreek. Tyreek is one of the all-time best to ever play here. Um, you know, COVID took some games away, so otherwise he'd be even higher. I think he's at sixth or fifth right now, all-time scoring. Second team all-league is a soft. Uh, last two years have been first team all-league. And um, he should have been all-defensive too, but, you know, and, he, and he's our player of the year. As far as I'm concerned, he's, he's player of the year. But Cameron Crutwick and Loyola, very deserving of that honor himself. Three great players. Um, it's the second time in in uh, Sycamore history where three different guys are on the all tournament teams, and the previous time was was last year. So we've done it back to back years with three guys on the all tournament teams or on the all valley teams. Coach, let's talk about before we get into recruiting and the COVID stuff that you guys have had to deal with. Coach, I want to talk to you about this matchup with Evansville to open up the Missouri Valley, a team you've beaten twice already. Talk about how hard it is as a coach to beat a team three times, you know, 
in a span of what two or three weeks since you last played them yeah we had a series at valpo that we split last weekend and it's hard to beat somebody once and really hard to beat them twice and you know extremely hard to to beat them three times and um we know each other very well uh Coach Licklider, obviously a, a great coach, and that staff does a great job. Uh, they're a good basketball team. They really flipped it and turned it around from the previous year, not winning a conference game. They're different than anybody because they'll, they'll, they have five guys on the floor that can shoot it. They spread you out with a five-out type of thing, so they're, they're very difficult to guard. We know our players respect them, and we'll have our hands full with them, but uh, we'll be ready to go Friday. Coach, I want to talk to you about recruiting before we talk about the COVID stuff. We'll, we'll end with the COVID stuff. But recruiting, Coach, you've got six guys from the state of Indiana. Talk about how important – and also not only that, but you have guys from surrounding states, Ohio, Tennessee, you know, and, and other states around there. Coach, talk about how important it is for you to get the locally regional kids. And what do you tell those kids when you go into those living rooms? Well, we're your state school when we go into, you know, we, we, we start local and we spread out and we want to recruit Indiana. We're the state school. We're a great place for you to, you come here and you, you know, do well and you'll be talked about for life in your community and at your school. So it's a, it's an outstanding uh, university academics uh, all, all across uh, the sports and to be in a community like Terre Haute, it's a very, very special place. And we work very hard at uh, recruiting the state of Indiana, several Indiana All-Stars on our team. And, and uh, that's most important to us. Now, you can't take every kid from Indiana because every school in the country recruits the state. So you can't take someone just because they're from the state of Indiana. Uh, we've got two more coming in next year, uh, a walk-on and a, and a local kid here at Linton that, from a great basketball community and a great basketball school. We've, we've done very well in Texas. We have a starting freshman point guard Julian Larry from Texas and we got guys from Maryland. So it's, we've kind of, when it's recruiting, it's about a fit and a need. We have to be a fit for them, but they have to be a fit for us too. And uh, I'll tell you what, I've done this a long time and I've never been around a, a better group of high quality, high character guys than, than what we have here. Coach, I want to ask you about that state of Indiana high school basketball, because, you know, before we got on here, I was telling you my dad's from Columbus, Indiana, growing up, you know, they would have to camp out for tickets just to get a sub-state <laughs> ticket because that was how big high school basketball is in the state of Indiana. Let's talk about the current state. And, and what is it like, not only in high school basketball in the state of Indiana, but now in college with Indiana, Butler, you guys at Indiana State. I mean, this is basketball heaven. And now the NCAA is about to play, I think, 100 and something games and all in the state of Indiana. Pretty cool, isn't it? And it's pretty no, other cool. State, no other states hosting a – the entire national tournament. I promise you that it's, it's the best state in the country uh, for high school basketball. It's also right up there with AU basketball, high quality coaches. Um, these are basketball towns, you know, being, a, being on the high school basketball team means something um, being, you know, such good AAU programs. It's we've, we've gotten into kind of an AAU society. So it changes the dynamic of your job, but most of the AAU programs in this state, and there's a ton of them, uh, do a really good job with it. So it is so much fun. I know it's shut down because of COVID. Um, and for us, we can't go recruit and we can't go in person, but going to high school games in this, this, uh, this state is awesome. And we have a Christmas tournament here, the Wabash Valley classic, and we're playing and we're busy, but I always love to go. I'm a son of a hall of fame high school coach. So uh, we, we think uh, very highly of, of uh, the home schools of each one of these kids. 
Kitch, when you talk about recruiting, you say, you, you know, you recruit from everywhere. But how does that high school basketball experience compare from, let's say, Indiana and Kentucky to the rest of the country? That's a good question. I haven't been, I've done Kentucky. You know, I've, I've gone to these states where uh, where we recruited, and I've I, I guess I recruited a couple guys in Kentucky. I just think it's it's different here in Indiana. Like the um, you kind of base your identity sometimes by uh, at Indiana by being on the high school team and how good you are and how good your team was. I promise all these older guys my age talk about well how I played for this team and we won the sectional or we won the regional or we beat you guys. It's just kind of different now. I'm not saying um, other places don't have something similar because I know they do. And my great home state of Iowa is very similar to it. But, you know, a lot of you, I think in Indiana, more kids probably just play basketball than they do other sports. I think in other uh, states you might you might do more. But uh, it's crazy, man. And again, I can't speak on other states, but uh, this is pretty cool. And if you you watch the movie Hoosiers, that's what it's like. I, I've heard stories like my dad, you know, speaking of his, he said, you know, this, he went to a, a, not a gigantic school, but a, you know, mid-sized school. And he said that they would go up against the schools from Indianapolis or South Bend. And it was just, you know, it, it, it was that common ground of the great game of basketball. And that's what draws me to the game. And that's what draws me to wanting to interview you guys at Indiana state, because I grew up listening to Indiana state and I use stories and, of course, you know, UK and U of L and just that area is so rich in basketball history. Yeah, you know, it's, you watch the movie Hoosiers and and you still talk to old schoolers around here that wish it was just one class, you know, one class basketball and the chance for the little guy to beat the big guy. And that's so neat when, when, when something like that would happen and the crowds they used to have at, at tournaments and, and games and uh, just very unique to the state of Indiana. You know, and, and when they split it up and they're into classes, that gives more schools the opportunity to win championship, play against uh, schools of similar size. But that's really neat uh, in the history of Indiana high school uh, to have that. Coach, uh, a couple more questions I have for you. You know, the COVID thing right now. And obviously, I don't like to spend a whole lot of time on it because I'm not a negative person. I like to talk positive <laughs> a lot of time. But, Coach, talk about the impact that COVID has had on your program, you know, in particular with recruiting with the way you guys have to coach, the way you guys have to handle your workouts. Talk about the impact that COVID's had on you guys this season. Well, I'm going to knock on wood. Our, our guys have been outstanding this year. We, we uh, couldn't open our season because uh, a couple guys had it, but we've been on a run here uh, to where we haven't had any cases and we've got in all of our games. Uh, we're probably the only league in the country, the Missouri Valley, that's playing all their conference games. Now we're heading into the conference tournament uh, this weekend, but I really feel for our student athletes. I really do. Uh, one thing I'll say is we, we understand we have a season. We're very fortunate. Uh, we're blessed to be able to have a season. A lot, lot of other student athletes and coaches got their seasons torn from them. So we play with that in our heart. We play with that spirit of, of the other teams on this campus that, that didn't get a chance to do it. So we take that personally. And one thing we decided right at the start, was we're going to be positive because we get to have a season. We're going to lead by example. Uh, we're going to handle the protocols. We're going to do the protocols. We're not going to complain. Uh, anything that we have to do to keep uh, ourselves safe and, more importantly, other people safe, that's what we're going to do. But you talk about these young men. They can't have a social life. They, they don't get to hear the applause from a, from a packed house. They don't have people cheering for them. Um, 
all these things that they can't do. You know, we used to go to places and take them to dinner and they people see them and talk to them. They get, we do, we, Indiana State leads the country and in, into community service, service. We can't do any of these things. So it's really difficult to have a life. So as a staff, what we've really had to do is we're, we're wary of our, of our guys' mental health. Um, we talk about it. We've had other people talk to them. If, if, if they need any help, they need any uh, extra encouragement or spending some time with people, uh, we, we've tried to do that because you have to really keep an eye on that. I mean, shoot, uh, Julian, uh, Larry, our freshman starting point guard, had to move out of his dorm into another dorm room and stay there for 10 days. And, and we took his, my wife and I took his Thanksgiving meal to him, gave it to a guy who had to set it outside his door and we waved it at Julian from outside. So tell me that's not difficult. And um, I'm so proud of how our young men have handled it. I know uh, other coaches say the same thing. And I think coaches and a trainer, our trainer, uh, have just done an unbelievable job across the country to be able to have a season. Now we're going to have a national tournament. Coach, this is the last question I have for you. It's a two-part question. First part of the question is, what does Indiana State University mean to you and your family? Because you guys have poured so much into it. And now you get into this point, and it's just so exciting and so infectious to talk to you about your love for the game of Indiana State basketball. Not only that, but for basketball. Second part of the question is, Coach, what does the game of basketball mean to you? Not just college, but overall, what does the game of basketball mean to you? Well, first and foremost, uh, I love my job. I love walking around a community that's a part of I'm always going to be from Terre Haute. Um, I love this community. I love the people here. I love the Indiana State University. Um, it's, it's part of who I am and what I am. I get to walk around town and people call me coach. Uh, I've been here a long time. Um, I could have left and done different things at different times, uh, but I've always chose to stay here. I've wanted to stay here um, and I wanted to end my career here. So it's a, it's a special place and it's always going to be part of me. And, um, you know, I grew up a coach, high school coach's son, and that's all I ever wanted to do. Uh, I'd sit there by my dad and watch basketball and, and talk about basketball. I'd go to his practices. I'd ride on the buses. I learned at an early age, it's not good to lose. You know, you know, it's, uh, you're not, you, you know, it's not, not, it's not okay. Um, and my mom, uh, was, had me that way. I can remember riding home in a car, um, after a loss and my buddy and I were complaining, uh, about the officials and my mom turned around and just ripped, she was crying just ripped us for complaining about that you know we beat ourselves uh so it's just uh, memories like that uh um i love the game of basketball um uh, it's made me who i am and what i am today and i certainly am blessed uh to be a, a head coach at indiana state university there's not that many head coaching jobs out there and um and i have a lot of great memories when i look back at it coach thank you so much for coming on the mitch davis show mitch i really appreciate it good talking to you You have been listening to The Mitch Davis Show. I've been your host, Mitch Davis, founder and podcast host of The Mitch Davis Show, also founder of TheMitchDavisShow.com. You can also head on over to Twitter and Facebook and follow the show and follow the, all the articles and podcasts and everything in between by simply typing in The Mitch Davis Show. 
a very special thank you to head coach Greg Lansing for coming on the podcast today to talk all things Indiana State Sycamore basketball and also give us an excellent preview of the Missouri Valley Conference basketball tournament or Arch Madness as every college basketball fan calls it. You have been listening to the Mitch Davis Show. And until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and enjoy March Madness, baby, because there is no better time of the year than March Madness in the month of March as we get ready to crown a brand new. as we get ready to crown a brand new college basketball national champion, their first one in two years, thanks to COVID. Until next time, catch you on the flip side, folks. Have a great one and enjoy some college basketball.